Blog Talk Radio. It's time to open up your eyes. Open your minds to make you wealthy and wise. You can watch your profits rise with a business enterprise. We give you what you need to know. What you need to watch your earnings grow. You can reach a record high with a business enterprise. Listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio's Enterprise, where we want to see your business rise. It's October 18th, 2020, coming to you live from New York, New York. It's been a beautiful week in the town that never sleeps. While some of you are trying to figure out what to do with the kids for Halloween and others are getting flu shots, we have a wonderful show for you today with Marvin Cook Warner, co-director of the movie Urban Envy, and Charles Washington. Welcome to the show, Charles Washington and Marvin Cook Warner. Hello. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you very much. Good to be here. Both Marvin Cook Horner and Charles Washington are a part of a company, Oniko Entertainment. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, Oniko Entertainment Company? Yes, Oniko Entertainment um, is basically uh, a spinoff from our first company, Educo Entertainment, where we basically do anything and everything production, video production, movies, TV, uh, videos, you name it, weddings, we do it all. Great. And can you tell me, uh, Charles Washington, a little bit about your background? Uh, okay, I'll try to sum this up. Well, actually, when it comes uh, into relation with film, um, I actually didn't have any interest in, in getting into film, but I was... Uh, I made my name for myself as a ballroom dancer, and I approached Mm. Coke and told him that I wanted to do a film about my life. So we actually, um, he actually wrote our first film, Urban Envy, and that's kind of how that sparked the whole getting into the film industry business. I didn't have any schooling, no type of education when it came to film work. We just dove right in and educated ourselves along the way. Okay. And Marvin Cook Horner, what uh, made you start working on Urban Envy? What's your background? Um, well, like I said, or Chuck said, primarily Chuck's also, also ego is Mr. Ballroom. And we actually wrote, I actually wrote a uh, a sitcom, uh, okay. maybe eight or nine episodes, and we got bamboozled out of a company that went uh, bankrupt after we spent thousands of dollars. So we stopped working on that, and that's how Urban Envy came to be. Uh, I used to do stage plays, and then from stage plays, and we went into movies. Okay. So can you take our audience back into time to when you both were little boys? What were you dreaming of being? Uh, Initially, I wanted to be a doctor and a superhero. (laughs) So that'll give you an idea what my mindset was. Um, Charles? Um, oh, I've been searching my whole life up until now. 
it's just I just literally found my niche in this area. Um, okay, but when you were a little boy, what were you major. dreaming about? Um, um, I wasn't actually dreaming about nothing in particular. I was going through the motions. I had an extremely happy childhood. I didn't I didn't have any tunnel vision or focus on any particular thing. I was actually just living my life. Um, because for the most part, I had personal personal issues in my life that I had to overcome. So I didn't really have that direction when I was younger. Okay. Okay. Uh, what made you start making movies, uh, Marvin Cook? Uh, two reasons. One, because his brother asked me to write the movie for him. And two, okay. um, because I started in stage plays. And I, I was always curious about some of the, the writing in the play. Some were really great. A few were so good. And it didn't make sense for me to help making other people money when I can do it myself. And I was a little arrogant, so I figured you can only see me once or twice on the stage in the play. If I do a movie, you can see me a million times. So that's pretty much how that went. <laughs> okay. Uh what? Uh, how has the coronavirus pandemic affected your business? Well, two ways. In one way, like everyone else, it slowed us up from production. We were one scene away from finishing one of our newer films. And secondly, it gave us a lot of focus. And because we worked for ourselves, it really didn't bother me too much, to be honest, because I simply wrote another another movie. Okay. Uh, can you give us a synopsis for um, our audience that might not have uh, have seen Urban Envy? I guess where the, the best way to sum that up is a tragic love story. Uh, you pretty much have a nine-to-five working-class guy, which is Chuck Gerald. That's pretty much he goes to work, but he's a little bit of a womanizer, and once he wins this covenant ballroom dancing competition, he gets the big head and loses the love of his life. You know, she just wasn't taking it. So she walks away. He ends up getting too cocky. He ends up dating my character's girlfriend. My character was a psychopath who only loved two things in life, his money and his woman. He'll kill you for his money, but he loved his, his woman even more than his money. Tell you how he felt about someone looking at his woman. Hmm. And it seems to center around a, a familiar theme for, for you guys, talking about the ballroom. What were some of the positive and negatives in starting this film in your business? Uh, on a positive note, from someone who, who creates, you know, you create something in your mind, you write it down, you produce it, you cast it, and you shoot it. And to see the audience reaction was like the best feeling I, I couldn't put into words. It's like hitting a grand slam and having all your friends and colleagues there and people that don't even know you actually enjoy something that we collectively put together. It was a, it, it was just awesome. Negative, we, okay. we just did everything running gun. Charles, would you like to piggyback off of that? Um. Mm. Could, could you, I mean, he could, of the of the um, the total 
total package of everything? Yeah. Urban Envy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the positives were the fact that we were able to produce this entire film with little to no budget. And everybody mm. got together and um, became a team. And again, nobody in our in our total crew actually had any professional um, experience in, in making a film. So that that's a huge positive on our on our point. And the fact that we actually finished the film and got it on Amazon that's just bonus in itself. The negatives were um, the fact that one of our business partners actually lost the footage to half the film and we mm. actually had to reshoot 50% of the movie. Most people are not aware of that, but that was the biggest negative of the, uh, the whole yeah. process. Yeah. Like the five heartbeats. <laughs> yeah. So we actually, we actually <laughs> shot half of the movie twice. Yeah. Wow. Wow. People were a lot sitting of in the seat when, when he gave me the movie yeah. in my hand, he ran in and gave me the movie so that we can watch it, and people were in the seats and five theaters were filled. Yeah, hmm. so they had to reshoot the movie, and then yeah, that's a whole other animal. But yeah, it was it was it was a lot of negatives that turned out to be positive in the end. But we went through a lot in making that that film. How did you select your cast members? Uh, friends and family, and by, by me having a uh, a background in the theater. I knew a lot of the actors locally who I knew who could actually act. We did a casting mm-hmm. call, and we got some actors who really needed a little work, <laughs> but because we didn't have a budget, we just used what we had, mm-hmm. and we actually we were blessed. It, it had to be the hand of God that made that thing come together, and, I, and I'm okay. pleased to put my name on it. And for our audience, uh, where are you guys located? Uh, Detroit. Detroit. What are some yeah. of the notable experiences that you've had in uh, film or acting and uh, uh, projects in general? Well, we learned a lot of terminology. Uh, we learned that uh, you can't choose people just because they look good. Can't you? You don't. Do not use family. Do not use friends. Uh, there are so many aspects to making a film very time-consuming, and it's not for everybody. It's simply not for everyone. True. Uh, in your past, has there been any projects that you worked on uh, that was noteworthy? And pretty much every everything we've done, I, I would like to say it, it was a building block uh, for me because – Charles pretty much likes to be behind the camera. Anytime you see him in front of the camera, it's because I twisted his arm and begged him to be. But uh, for, for me, it's true. But for me, I, I enjoy it. I like being a writer. I, I like being in front of the camera. I like all of it. Quit my job. I was a school teacher for 20-something years, and I walked out. I'm like, I'm not coming back. This is it. So he quit his job also. So this is it's all or nothing. There's no plan B. Uh, we believe in what we're doing, and every project has gotten better. That's excellent. Uh, and 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 a risk a risk takers uh, to go from education to to film. Although you could probably put a lot of your experiences into your films. Uh, what is the best advice 
that you would give to people who need your services? Uh, know what you want. And if you want, say if someone wants to invest in a film, I would say if you can't afford to lose the money, don't gamble it. You have to know what you're getting yourself into. It's not a quick turnaround business. Uh, you have to be in it for the long haul. But if you believe in what you're doing, do your research, educate yourself, and if, if it's your passion, we'll give it 1,000%. We treat every project as if we own it, as if it's ours. Did you have anything to add, Charles? Um, I say take the risk. Uh, the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. You know, most of us have spent so, so, so much money in our lives on little things that mean little to nothing to us. And if you do the math, comparison to what you can invest in making a film or making a music video, you know, whatever it is that you have your passion to get done right now, take that risk because the reward could be monumental. You know, you spend so much money, you know, throughout your life just doing things. You now you can actually, like Coke would say, you know, leave a legacy behind because once you do a movie, you, you, you're immortal. It's forever. It never goes away. So I say take the risk because you can make a lot of money uh, in the film industry and all you need is, is one hit, one good film. Especially now. Yeah. It's a perfect time to get into the film business. So much streaming. Everybody's streaming everything. Yeah. Can you take us through so take how did risk. you get involved with Amazon? Fine. We were looking for platforms. How did you get involved? Uh, well, we were looking for platforms to go on. And honestly, Amazon was one of the easier ones to get on because we met all the steps. Um and I don't think they pretty much care what you put on there, as long as it's not X-rated. But if you meet the specs and the criteria, pretty much anybody, in my opinion, can get on there. Um, Netflix is the one you really want to get on, although the payout is different. Netflix, you'll just get one paycheck for five, three to five years, and that's it. And the other platforms, you can go on a percentage basis. So it depends on what you're in, in, how you're into it. You want the long haul, you want to get paid up front and start another project, I would say go with Netflix. But it's very difficult to get on Netflix if you don't have an agent. Right. Would you say that you've made back your ROI or you still haven't quite quite gotten there yet? Your well, return on investment. Well, so far on our first movie we didn't have much of an investment. So that was a passion project. So pretty much Chuck and I we we basically paid up our po- out of our pockets, and uh, we fed mm-hmm. our people, so everybody's happy. So that wasn't nothing we was expecting to get paid off of, to be honest. But our kids' mm-hmm. film is up for uh, distribution right now, so we're looking to get paid from that. And our psychological thriller is really coming together quite well. It is awesome as well, so we're looking to get paid on that, and that's when we'll get our, our money back. Our side jobs gave us some money, though. When we shoot for other people, we made substantial amount of money here and there. Not okay. people like that. Okay. Do you have any upcoming events uh, or services, I guess, you want to promote? Um, no, we don't. We don't have any events coming up right now. And, you know, being with it, this corona thing is going on, we can't do too much. We you know we typically we do a, a premiere for a private screening for upcoming projects, but we can't, we can't really do that right now. Um, but we 
right now we're just mostly in the post-production, finishing up our project that we just shot, and uh, Coke is writing some new scripts so we can get on some new projects after we finish this one. Uh, so we just want people, you know, just to keep that name in mind, Eniko Entertainment, because uh, we have some pretty pretty big projects that are about to be coming out very soon. So um, after a while, we won't be able to hide no more. <laughs> Yeah, unless he wants to do this uh, worldwide distribution deal. Okay. What's next for Marvin Coke Horner, the man? I'm continuing to write uh, these scripts. Um, I'm working to get back in front of the camera, and we may be looking at buying some land and opening our own uh, film studio. The problem is there's no film incentives here. Michigan, and that's what's killing us. So if, if we had the film incentives, we'd get even more production out of us. So I guess to answer the question, is just persevere and move forward, get bigger and better. I need eighty-eight million okay. in the bank. That's my number. <laughs> eighty-eight. <laughs> How'd you come up with eighty-eight? <laughs> Listen, I just woke this up about five in the morning one day, and it just it just kept ringing. That's why I wrote it down and put it in the Bible, put it under my matches, and that's the number I'm going to get. That's okay. just my share. Charles Washington, what's next for you personally, the man? Um, well, mainly I'm, again, I'm, I enjoy being behind the camera. Um, Coke is currently writing me into another script as an actor. Um, I've actually been told that I have potential to be a great director because of uh, my work ethics and my attention to detail. So that could be a strong possibility for my future. Um, so I think so. I'm, I'm very meticulous that as well. Yeah. yeah. I put my all into everything I do, even though, like Coke said, I, I do not have interest in acting. But when I do, I give my all. So people tend to think I'm good at it. So I'm a roll with the punches. Well, thank, thank you so much. Where can we find the film, and where can we locate you? Well, you can find our our current film, um, Urban Envy, on Amazon Prime. That is the only place we have it right now. And you can find us at uh, what is that email address? I mean, that uh, web address chat. Um, Unico Films. Yeah, at com. Perfect. Thanks so much for being on your show. We know that you and your movie Urban Envy will be a great success. Well, thank you. Let thank everybody you know that I don't act like that in real life. That's just a character. <laughs> okay. You'll see why when you watch it. <laughs> I hope you. you enjoy it. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Business of Entertainment on Blog Talk Radio Enterprise. Remember to check us out on Twitter and Facebook. You're
listening to Enterprise on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Erica Collins.